god, I cannot believe it. We're back. <laughs> We're so extra. We are, but that's why y'all love us, right? Yes? Okay, I think I heard some yeses in the audience. There's no audience, but we know y'all love us. Are you sure you heard some yeses in the audience? I did. It was it was a resounding yes, if if I want to be more specific. Okay. <laughs> did y'all miss us? We're going to get you checked for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sybil. <laughs> You're hearing voices That's again. That's my granny's name, so uh, Sybil. Well, Sybil is speaking to you. Mm-hmm. She, does, she speaks to me often. But I was talking about the other Sybil. Sybil who? You never read the book Sybil? No. About the woman with multiple personality disorder? Mm-mm. You need to get educated. Okay. I don't, I'm not, I don't know when I have time to read about Sybil, but... Why don't you have time to read about Sybil? Mashan, the people, the people, the people have been waiting <laughs> for two years and some. Like we ain't talked to them since 2020. Oh there was no vaccine God. around. Like so much has happened. Indeed, so much has happened. So we could just get into it. Then. Let, I mean, let's <laughs> cue new theme music. Here. Burr, 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 burr. World So, 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Before Nine, the podcast, season three, a new season. Tres. Is, is trois how you say three in French? Know. I wasn't sure. On the trois. Trois. That's yeah. it. That's, a, that's as much as I know. I think you're right. And uno, dos, tres. Menage a trois. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need Google. We have <laughs> Menage to let us know what three means. Season three. Oh my gosh. It has been so long. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you too, baby. How are you doing? I'm very well. Good. I'm doing really good. How are you? Um, I'm here. And we thank God for that. We thank the Lord. Hi, y'all. Mm. So much. Yes, right. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good. There's a lot happening. We both have a lot mm-hmm. going on in our hands and a lot of projects. We're yes. doing a lot of juggling, which is part of the reason why we haven't been here. In yeah. So but we'll get into all of that in this first new episode. So, did y'all like our new music? We got new music. Shout out to Samir who produced our theme music. E, 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 twerk, 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 twerk. I mean, granted, it's not. I mean, you can twerk to anything. I mean, but it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. It's totally a vibe. And that's what we wanted. So, yeah. Mission accomplished. So, hopefully, you all like the new theme music. Let us know. Hit us up and be like, what y'all think? Because, you know, there were a lot of people. So, full disclosure, Ashley never really liked. <laughs> <laughs> what she ain't like? Never really liked the old theme music. It was okay for her, yeah. but it doesn't. Re- it didn't really give what she felt as though it needed to give. Uh-huh. And so, and I always knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was always like, let's just make the most of what we have so she that we did, can launch. And then, because of this project that I'm in, that we'll talk a little bit more about later, I came across someone who has a partner who produces music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, Ashley, it's your opportunity <laughs> to get some new music. To get some actual, like an actual. <laughs> a whole actual track. Yes, a whole actual track. So, but shout out to, I don't remember who produced it, the first one. Shout out to y'all. Not taking anything away from them, but I know, it, it just wasn't was exactly. Job. It just wasn't what we were but, exactly yeah. looking for. Yeah. But a lot of our audience liked it. Yes. They really it was catchy. That It was what it needed to it be. It did what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. And we may bring it back in different iterations sure, I can see throughout that throughout the season. We may put it in our breaks. We may do some things with it. Mm-hmm. But for the time being, we spent good money on some music. <laughs> I literally just cashed at my shine, <laughs> y'all. So, yeah. <laughs> we spent some good, music, some good money <laughs> on some good music. And so shout out to Samir. Um, for helping us out. He also is producing another track for another project I'm working on. Dope. So, yeah. that One of the other tracks that you kind of liked but didn't okay. quite like. But okay. I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking to him about that track. Okay, dopeness. So, yeah, so excited about that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, what are we talking about today? So, according to our notes, we're going to talk about loss, revelations, um, Ashley is a Delta now. Ooh, shout out to my sorors. Um, and we kind of went back and listened to some old episodes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay. Well, where do you want to start? <clears throat> I think you should start, Michonne. 
I should start. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a conversation, but I I I have like loose notes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no notes. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. I have um, no notes, but I mean, you know, we can just. I mean, that's what we do. We freestyle. Yeah, in. let's just jump in. Okay. Where do you want to start? A lot has happened. Yes. Um, you know, we survived the whole pandemic. We thank God. We survived the whole pandemic. And, you know, we were in the midst of season two when COVID hit. Right. And we were on lockdown. So we were just really, like, trying to make it work. And I think we did a pretty decent job. I think we did a great job. Um, but in the midst, almost after a lot of that, I lost an aunt to COVID, um, but then I also lost my best friend and my pastor to colorectal cancer, and in the midst of that, I became a whole pastor. And did? I was a whole pastor mm-hmm. for 15 months. <laughs> for 15 months, I led a church, and then I was like, ooh, I can't do this no mm-hmm. more. Um, and so, yeah, like, I led a church, House of Mercy Everlasting. Um, from September 2020, yeah, September 2020, up until February 4th of this year. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I left was because then I lost my father. Um, so I lost my father in October of 2021 to um, the effects of dementia. And <clears throat> it changed a lot for me. It It really shifted the way in which I saw myself, the way in which I saw the world, which would be some things that I think we will discuss. I think in our notes we have <laughs> an episode where it's like, Sean's interested in being a nudist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it gave me perspective. My father, losing my father, Pierre, and my aunt, who was one of my favorite aunts, in a very short period of time, while at the same time, being present for a lot of people who were also losing loved ones. Um, A cousin who lost her mother, a dear friend who lost her mother, a dear friend who lost his mother. Uh, It really shifted my ministerial trajectory and my ministerial interest. Mm. And so a lot has changed because I realized I needed to go in a different direction in my life. Now, while all of that was going on, Ashley did a whole thing. So we're going to talk about what Ashley did. What did she do? What did you do? <clears throat> I mean, you know. Oh, you're talking about, are you talking about the show? What are you talking, I mean. I'm I mean, you was on a TV show. You know, you, you, you pledged a sorority. You. God has been. You started a campaign for a whole short film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think back to 2021 because all of the things you just mentioned was a lot. Yeah. for you in 2021 um 2021 was kind of like i feel like 2020 was obviously scary and there was a lot of uncertainty for everybody yeah. in the world yeah. um but what, what came out of 2020 for me was i just felt like i was at home like nesting and like taking yeah. care of myself yeah. and you know so we've talked about this before sewing masks and you know, kind of being more more focused on myself and we not both lost work. A lot of weight. Yeah, we both lost weight. Like, so there was there was just a lot of of goodness within the chaos yeah. that was that was twenty twenty, and I'm I'm grateful to God for that. Yeah. Um, and then twenty twenty one felt like kind of a slowdown from twenty twenty. 
Really? Yeah. It Is d- that it what did. you feel like? I felt like things kind of like slowed down a little bit. Like I was still at home. I had gotten into a groove and kind of still living off of like what was what felt like kind of the highs of 2020, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And then. 2022 swooped in and it's, it's she swooped in Baby, she, swooped. <laughs> she swooped in and it's just been it's it's been it's been great but it's also been um hard yeah. internally yeah. yeah yeah um i'll be 35 that. in five or so weeks and wow. yeah right <laughs> wow. i'll be 35 soon which is 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 a blessing, but also, you know, you have those moments where it's like, okay, well, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like this time of my life is, it has been leading up to, okay, it's not now or never. I feel like it's yeah, never too yeah, late to do yeah. great, to be great. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I had like, it's now or you going to be regretting it real bad if yeah. you don't make a move and step out on some things, yeah, yeah. Um, which is, you know, why I'm doing my film uh, campaign. She's doing a whole film, y'all. <laughs> And just really, Which I'm um, so excited. I'm thank y'all. So, I'm so proud of you, especially because, like, you know, offline, we've been having a lot of conversations about a lot of things, mm-hmm. and one of the things that you also definitely leaned into in 2020 and 2021 was your creative outlets. Yep. And for me, on one side, it was like. I don't want to say that it felt like you were in a space of it's life or death, but you were in a space of I want to live and be in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. And what does that need to look like? Yep. And then next thing I know, there's a whole Instagram post about some short film and some campaign. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Even though, you know, I knew what you have been working it's on, works, but right. like to see it becoming a thing. And then to see people supporting you in the way they are, like that part is incredible. Yeah, it's been it's really incredible to to see people, you know, because it's one thing for people to say they support you, say they believe in you. Oh, you're so creative to compliment you, but then to repost and to give yeah. their hard earned money yeah. to something yeah. that is really a, a faith thing yeah. for them because they don't yeah. know they haven't seen my work, they haven't read my scripts, and right, you know what I mean. So it's it's really obviously I'm have been creative and people can see that about yeah, me, but yeah. they haven't seen this part of my yeah. creativity that I feel like is going to be a big part of the next, you know, however many years of my life. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been incredible. That's wonderful. Yeah. I, um, you know, you were saying that it made me think about, I, I'm also launching some things as it's a, as a part of this fellowship that I'm a part mm-hmm. of. And I put up a post recently about um, building a team. And one of my good friends called recently, and she was like, what is this thing you're doing? And how can I support? And, um, you know, where do I need to make my donation? And I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't even really given you the full story of what it is. And part of that is because I'm, I'm a little protective of it. Absolutely. Um, you know, one, I don't want to want to steal my idea, which granted it doesn't mean they can, but two, I'm still developing the ways to verbalize what's in my head. Mm-hmm. And that, so that's part of the reason why I'm trying to build this team. But for this person to just immediately be like, I want to make a donation. She was like, I'm not rich, but let me know 
what I need what to I do. Need. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay, let's get off this phone before I start crying. <laughs> um, but it, y- you're right. Like, there's something to be said when birthing a thing and people who don't have the same level of connection to it that you do are like, we want to help. Mm-hmm. What can we do? Mm-hmm. And in what capacity can we do? It's very affirming. It, it is. And that's that's been a big affirming and confirming. I don't know if that's what confirmation mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Because it's like, you know, when you have people who either want to be a part of the team, that's, that's another amazing thing, too, is I've had people reach out to me mm-hmm. just randomly, mm-hmm. you know, saying like, hey, I would love to be a part. And mm-hmm. So to have somebody to say, this is how I can support you. And yep. we're going to take, if you want to support your co- with your coins, yep. we will definitely, yep. Yep. you know, appreciate them. Um, we'll but take the kind of jingles, but we refer the kind of <laughs> Okay, come on, follow me up. <laughs> follow me like a pretzel, please. Um, oh, my. <laughs> in the most holy of, of ways possible. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's, it's incredible when people just – just support because people don't you would be surprised the people that do and the people that don't especially in the moments when you need them the most the most it's very surprising and i think it's 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 more surprising i found recently the people who do support me and the people Mm -hmm. who have given who i don't necessarily have a close relationship or have a relationship with at all they Mm -hmm. just follow me on social media and have never you know had a one-on-one connection with me to see those names come in it's just it's It's incredible well you know i told you I'm ready for my walk on. You know, <laughs> Where do I need to apply for my set? <laughs> Period. <But> you know. <laughs> well, cool. Um, what else you want to tell the people about? Because you've been doing all the things, you know, now that you are whoop de doo whoop whoop. Okay. All right. That was so Atlanta. Whoop de whoop whoop whoop. Come on, Atlanta, Decatur. Um, Don't be a hater. I'm not. Never that. Where's greater? <laughs> so, wait, you went on a retreat? recently like you were up in the mountains by a lake so yes kind of sort of not quite i as i said earlier i'm doing all the things mm-hmm. so at the time of this recording i am in a doctor of ministry program where i'm studying pastoral theology and grief i am also in a 10-week startup accelerator program um, with an organization called do good x and i am a fellow for the Collegeville Come Institute's on. Emerging Writers Program. And so recently, I spent an entire week in Minnesota, in the upper parts of Minnesota, um, meeting with my cohort members and my mentors um, for the Collegeville Institute on the campus of St. John University, um, which is right outside of Minneapolis. And I will say, it was it was a moment. Um, St. John University is um, uh, a Benedictine Catholic okay. institution. Okay. Uh, so, and it very much gives that. Gives that. Okay. Uh, my bedroom had no TV, um, and the bed could only fit me. Mm. And I was still spilling over a little bit. <laughs> was it like an old wooden? I'm just, I'm seeing like. It, it, it wasn't old, like, yes and no. Like, um, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, if you've <laughs> ever seen those movies where the monks are, like, in these very bare-bone mm-hmm. rooms, mm-hmm. it very much gave that. Okay. It, it wasn't, like, 2022, but it wasn't, like, 
1863. <laughs> <laughs> Either. Right. Um, but it was very simple rooms. Um, but the purpose of it was to allow for time and space to think and retreat and process um, as we as we sort of launch upon this experience for a year of um, figuring out who we are as essayists and writers. Um, And so as a part of the program, we have three essays that we write between now and next summer. And we work with a mentor to determine what are those topics, what are those essays going to be about, um, who is our audience, and what are the best ways to tell the story we want to tell in 1,200 words. Okay. And then once we are finished with it, those essays appear on Bearings Online, which is College Bear Institute's um, online publication. Okay. So I was in Minnesota as far as, as part of like the welcome orientation retreat experience to launch this this opportunity. Um, I'm really excited about it, but it's also a lot happening. Yeah. Right? I'm juggling a lot. But I'm juggling a lot because, and I've shared this with my husband and so many other people, that um, everything that I'm doing now is for the purpose of getting me to where I think I'm supposed to be going. Um, And so being in school, being a part of Do Good, being a part of the College Bear Institute, it all is feeding into one place. Um, So I'm right now taking a pastoral care course where I am reflecting on what it has meant for me to be a pastor mm-hmm. and to do pastoral care, what I believe about myself and about pastoral care, what is my pastoral theology, and what does that mean and look like through the lens of grief theology. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a mm-hmm. lot of reflecting. It's a lot of thinking. It's a lot of writing. Um, but it, it all is sort of helping to build out what it is I think my overall message is when, when it comes to pastoral care and grief mm-hmm. and how to be better grievers and better journeyers in our grief. So, yeah. Um, wow. The one thing I will say, one of the benefits, granted my diet and experience was trash um, because it's just very limited. And one of the things that I've learned in these two years are a lot of these health issues that I have, diverticulosis, yeah. Um, a hernia, et cetera, et cetera. So being there, it was hard because, like, you know, they're trying to make food for a vast majority of people, a lot of people. Um, And so there were a lot of items on the menu that I just couldn't eat because I could have potentially had a flare-up. So that was a setback of it. But as you talked about the lake, like, outside of my window was a view of this huge lake that every morning when I woke up, it was the first thing I saw. And every night before I went to bed, it was the last thing I saw. And it was just beautiful Mm -hmm. and serene um, and relaxing and helped to keep me centered. Yeah. So you you saying that as you were talking, I was just, you said on more than than one occasion just now about you're doing a lot Mm -hmm. and I'm doing a lot. And so I've been trying to be more conscious about um, taking breaks yeah. and taking care of myself. Yeah. So how are you? How are you doing that? What's what self care look like for you in this season where 
it's just a lot happening, a lot of greatness. And that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, oftentimes it'd be like, oh, child, it's a lot. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. It's not it's there's joy, obviously, in mm-hmm. in in the work and in the mm-hmm. busyness that we're we're finding ourselves mm-hmm. around and in. But how are you, you know, taking care of yourself? Hmm? How, <laughs> uh-oh, 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 <laughs> crickets. No, seriously, uh, yes, it I I've never been good at taking care of myself. Like that isn't just a reality of me having a lot going on and being busy. This is one thing I've learned and I was telling someone about this recently, a friend of mine who just moved to Atlanta from New York. And we were talking about the ways in which we do stuff out of um affirmation. Um we try to achieve because we feel as though doing great things mm-hmm. would then cause people to. Mm-hmm. I've always sort of struggled with that. I've always been that person. That's always been a part of my makeup and my issues, and I'm fully aware of it. So coming out of 2020 um, and coming into 2021, one of the things that I knew was that I needed to operate in a different kind of way. I needed to do a better job of taking care of me. Um, which meant we ain't talked about this, but we don't work together anymore. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news, friends. And, and one of the reasons why we don't mm-hmm. is because I said to myself, this isn't working for me anymore. Uh, where I want to be in the next five to 10 years of my life uh, is not possible if I stay in this place. Mm-hmm. And so I left there to find another place that would be um, the kind of environment to where I could just sort of sit back and breathe and make certain decisions within, you know, within the parameters of this workplace. But I needed something that was a little more relaxed. Yeah. And so that had been the experience of 2021 until my dad passed. And my dad's passing, one, I, I gained 40 pounds in grief weight alone. But then it also triggered this hurriedness and not so much of the kind of hurriedness that they talk about. I know this is a really long explanation to, 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 to a long answer to your That's question, okay, but this, this I'm giving you perspective. Not in the hurriedness that they talked about with um, Alexander Hamilton, the, the Broadway show. It was like, why do you write like you're running out of time? Mm-hmm. It was a part of me that was doing that, mm-hmm. but doing that because I was like, I want my life to be this way in this amount of time at this point. And so let's get a certain number of things together and done that I can now so that at some point I don't have to work as hard anymore. Mm -hmm. So I give you all of that to say I have not been, it's been busy. Like, you know, I go to work on Monday Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm in office, but Tuesday, I'm also online for class, for school. Wednesdays, I have my do-good meeting. So my first three days of the week are sort of Mm jam-packed. And then Fridays and Saturdays are sort of leading me into the weekend of doing schoolwork and do-good projects, which I do on Saturdays and Sundays. But what I have been conscious of lately in the past couple of weeks is I hadn't like going to Minnesota. Like I went to Minnesota, came back to Atlanta for a day, drove to Mississippi for a wedding. And when I got back from Mississippi, I was like, 
I'm exhausted. Mm. So then the next weekend, I was like, okay, I got all these projects to do. But I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch Netflix for a couple hours mm-hmm. before I jump into anything. Just yesterday, the day before we were recording this episode, I worked on a few projects. And then I messaged my husband and I was like, let's go to the park today. And let's just hang out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's been busy with the T-shirt business. I've been busy with school and projects. And when we came home and went to bed last night, we were like, we needed that. Mm. And so I am be- I'm conscious of all of that. It's busy. Uh, I'm probably working on something every day of the week. But it's okay to take moments and time to just sort of slow down or breathe or go to the park. I'm working out with my trainer again. It's not as consistent as I want it to be. Some weeks we don't work out. Some weeks we've worked out twice a week. But I'm back into the groove of it. And I told my therapist recently, the other reason why I'm working so hard right now is I want to get to a point as far as my workout is concerned to where I'm not fitting my workout into my day. It is a part of my Mm -hmm. day. It is scheduled into Mm -hmm. my day versus I got to be here at 9 o'clock, so let me go do this walk at 6.30. Like, uh, I don't want to have to do that for the rest of my life. Um, And so that's also the other reason why I'm working as hard as I am. But I'm also doing things like we're in my home office. I have a standing desk now because I was like, I need to do a better job of just not sitting around all the time. Let's stand up while I'm in my meetings and just keep my blood flowing. So I'm building in all of that. I know it's a really long (laughs) answer. It was a little long. Very long. (laughs) I have to edit some of this out. Um, But I haven't been doing as good of a job, but I know it's important. And so I'm finding the times and the moments to make it happen. Mm -hmm. What about you? What what is your self-care regimen looking like? Mm -hmm. I I think my self-care regimen is a little bit easier because I I like being lazy. Um, And I know... (laughs) You sound like my graphic artist who's like, I'm lazy by nature. <laughs> like, Dang. my mama used to call me lazy all the time. And I mean, she was right. Um, so. That is. What? Unbelievable. <laughs> you lazy? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think things typically, historically have kind of come, especially when I was younger, it came easy for me. Like I was, you know smart and I made good grades I didn't like getting in trouble and so I mean I think there were things I was a procrastinator real real bad and so I think all of that was like lazy to my mom and my mom is from Trinidad and so the the culture is a lot different there's that as well there is that um but um hey mama we love you yes very much my mama has been side note my mama has been going hard um, helping me raise these funds. Shout out to you, Mama. I love you. She's been in her like the literal bag, reaching out to people I mean, and getting them to give. But I'm not surprised. I'm not either. But it's just again another Your level of very much support. Mama-ger. She <laughs> she could she could be She's somebody's momager for mm-hmm. real. She's amazing though. I love her to death. She I is. mean, when I got my diverticulosis diagnosis, mm-hmm. my mom had and, diverticulosis, and she and I spoke, and she was like, "Baby, these are things you got to do," mm-hmm. and she checked. When my father passed, she was like, how are you doing? Like, your mother is amazing. I, sometimes I mess with Ash and I'd be like, how, how are our parents doing? <laughs> Everybody, you and Damon going to have to fight. Everybody want a piece of my parents. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to your question yeah. about taking care of myself. Yesterday was one of those days where I was like, let me just stop. Mm-hmm. And 
had some things to do. I had some thank yous to send out because, again, I'm in the middle of this campaign and trying to stay on top of that, creating content and just everything that comes with creating and doing something that I've never done before. Right. Um, so yesterday I had typically before I was like super busy, my weekends were pretty much mine. I could do what I needed to do. I could sew if I needed to sew. I could chill out. I could go to brunch. I could do, you know what I mean? Just kind of play around a little bit. But now I, I have things going on on yep. the weekends. So yesterday I had a, um, a brunch with one of my good friends, one of my oldest friends from here in Atlanta. And so I went to brunch, hung out with her for a little bit afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to come home and do some work. Mm-hmm. But I got home, I talked to my mom real quick, and she was in the bed mm. in the middle of the day. It was like maybe 4.30 or something like that. I love it. She was in the bed, and she was like, what you about to do? I was like, I'm about to get in, I'm the, about bed. To get in the bed too, Ma. <laughs> 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 I'm about to get in the bed too. I was like, she's about to get in this bed. I'm getting in the bed too. I put on my muumuu because I just, I felt like I couldn't think anymore. I was yeah. like, I think I'm getting to the point where it's, where my brain is like, okay, Ashley, my brain is telling me yeah. you need to take a break. And that hadn't happened before. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like, you know, again, I was a little bit more lazy than I should have been mm-hmm. sometimes. And so, like, my brain was kind of hardwired to to, to relax yeah. and to take care of myself yeah, 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 in yeah. a different way. But now I'm getting to the point where my brain is like, okay, you can't think no more. Mm-hmm. Lay yourself down mm-hmm. and relax. So I, I laid in the bed. I watched um, House of the Dragon. I caught up on a few episodes of that. And I fell asleep. I was probably asleep by like nine o'clock on a Saturday night. Oh. My brain was just, and I woke up this morning at seven and I was still tired, but yeah. I was just like, let me get up and do some more work. Mm-hmm. Me and Michonne, we, I, I was supposed to sing virtually at church this morning. And then Amanda stepped in. She was there physically at church. So, um, so then I was like, all right, well, let me, yeah. let me head on up and yeah. so we can get this podcast yeah. going. And then when I, when I get home, I'm a, Maybe sit on my bed and do a little bit of work, but then I'm gonna just chill. Yeah, yeah. I I, I thought about that too. Um, it's I'm in a love affair with my calendar. Like if you mm. want to see my a calendar, love affair, yeah. that's a strong. I'm in a love affair with my calendar. Wow. Meaning that my calendar is really helping as well. Okay. In the sense that I'm busy, and so I'm mm-hmm. like, what do I have time for? What don't I have time for? Um, I had gotten into this habit where I was trying to be intentional about spending time with certain friends. And then it was just like, this feels like another obligation. Let me remove this off my calendar and give myself some freedom. Um, And so that has also been a thing for me. I was supposed to go to an event last night and I messaged y'all and I was like, are y'all going? And folk were like, I can't make it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I shouldn't try to make it. Um, all right, I'm going to remove this off my calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has also been a saving grace that like yesterday I looked up and I was like, Mm-mm, I'm going to remove these things off my calendar. It was two things on my calendar yesterday, three things on my calendar yesterday. And I was like, mm, I'm going to go work out with Jonathan. I'm not doing the rest of this yep. stuff. And my husband and I went to the park and it was great. And we had a great time and we ran into a few people we knew we got to ride around in his new car. That was great because I'm always driving. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Now you have to like, okay, you got the new car. I don't have to drive anymore, guys. <laughs> you don't understand. But now. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like, I have been very intentional. And a friend of mine posted on Facebook recently. Um, somebody asked him, like, 
are you available for this? And he was like, yes, I'm available, but this is also my free time. And so it is not your right to fill up my mm-hmm. free time because you feel as though they don't have anything going on. They're available. And it has helped me to also think about, I'm addicted to being busy. I'm fully aware mm-hmm. that it is an addiction for me because being busy for me is almost affirmation of, you know, I got I'm things doing going something. on. I'm yeah. doing mm-hmm. something. Doing I'm something a viable right. individual, whatever. Yep. But I look at my calendar sometimes and I'm like, nope, I'm not doing this right now. Mm-mm. I move this or I cancel it. So that has also been great for the past couple of weeks. Good, because good it's for you. Like, yeah, I need to do a better job of just taking time. And even if I do have something going on, that doesn't mean that I need to have something going on every hour of mm-hmm. every day. Yep. So. Yeah. I've I've definitely gotten gone old school with the Sabbath, mm-hmm. like resting, trying to rest as much as possible mm-hmm. on Sundays. I'm like, mm, God was on to something with this. <laughs> he was on to something with this resting on Sundays because he knew that on Monday, for us at least, it was just, you know what I mean? It's just like. Don't get me started. So, okay. Listen, at, as someone who is no longer pastoring, <laughs> having my Sundays back, yeah. bae, bae. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started because everybody's like, when are you coming back to the church? When are you? When are you? When are you? I have not been actively. Uh, so I, when I stepped down from the church in January of this year, I never said these words, but something in my spirit was saying it for me. I went on active. I went on an active ministry sabbatical. I've been on an active ministry sabbatical. Didn't realize that was that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But it is what I've been doing. And since then, my last worship service experience was February 4th. Um, After that, I jumped in a car, drove down to South Georgia to support a friend who had lost his mother. And I had not been back into a worship experience. Uh, I went to something the weekend of Labor Labor Day weekend, weekend of Black Gay Pride. I went to an interfaith worship experience. And then a few weeks ago, I went to a baby blessing, a baby, baby bla- baptism. And that's, and that's been, been it. it. Wow. The Lord is ever faithful. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Um, and so it's been great. And people are like, when are you coming back to the church? Or when are you? When are you? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm not in a hurry to get back. I do agree with some people that, like, being in fellowship if you will, Mm -hmm. is a gift um, and one of the benefits of church. But I can be in fellowship with you and not have to be in church with you. And I'm doing a degree in ministry at a seminary. I'm getting a lot of church. (laughs) (laughs) We churching. Church is churching over here. (laughs) I'm okay okay for a little while, guys. (laughs) Um, But will I go back into church in the traditional sense? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I really need to think about that. And I posted on Facebook s- some time ago, or maybe it was Twitter. I've been very active on Twitter lately. Mm, okay. I've been very active. I've been getting in trouble on Twitter too. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I've been I'm saying some go. things. I'm gonna have to go look. I've been saying some things on Twitter. Uh, but I told someone recently that I 
in order for me to go back to a church, like, not to sound arrogant or what have you, but I'm a degreed somebody. Come on. I, I, I have pastored. I am getting a doctor of ministry. Like, I have information and experience and perspective that I just can't be in somebody, anybody's church. Absolutely. Like, I just, I can't. And right now, there may be three churches, maybe, that I could see myself attending every now and again. But the way in which my brain works, I'd be spending too much time critiquing mm. that that's a lot of extra work. And so I don't think I need to be in anybody's church right now unless I can find a space where somebody is saying something, doing something, and being about something that isn't going to trigger me mm-hmm. in all senses of the word trigger. Yeah. But I, my my perspective, and it's one of the essays that I'm hoping to write as a part of this fellowship, my perspective about church and the active sense of church is also changing. And so do I need to be in church to do God's work? I don't necessarily think so. And I think for a lot of churches, all they're doing is coming together on Sunday mornings. And I'm like, we need to be doing a lot more than just that. And so I'm taking my time. Mm -hmm. If I will be back, I don't know. But if I do, it's going to have to look a certain way, feel a certain way, and be a certain kind of environment that I don't see too many of those right now. Yeah. I can I can relate to not having been physically in church mm. on a consistent basis. Like even after, you know, uh, a lot of people have gone back mm-hmm. to church. Post-COVID, I think COVID, yeah. Yeah, I th- but I think my thing is is a matter of trust. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Because I've been in you know, my first church experiences with with my dad mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's incredible. So that's been great. And then I moved to Atlanta and, uh, you know, was part of a pretty involved in a mega church um, here in Atlanta. You can say it. <laughs> and they ain't going to do nothing to us. <laughs> I, I, I wish it would. It's, it's not about, I'm you know. Saying. Thinking, you know, any well, I mean, blowback you know, or anything, but it's just a matter of attention. I, Talk for Jesus was about that church in the way, so. Um, yeah, I mean, as as a member of that church during that time and being, again, heavily involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, obviously, when I saw the short, I was like, oh, I know exactly. <laughs> I know the inspiration <laughs> for this church right off the bat. Like, it's very clear. Um, shout out to Honk for Jesus. Um. But and the Ebo sisters and the Ebo sisters, like they're incredible. They're they're amazing. Yeah, I can't say enough about them. Yeah. but um, yeah, I, I think it's a matter of trust coming from coming from that, and then that ending, not even necessarily with that instance, because we'll have to go into a whole thing about my experience there. Maybe maybe one day. Um, we can always add it into an episode. <laughs> we have room. Yeah, we do have room. Um. But that wasn't even the straw that broke the camel's back for me leaving that congregation. But then, you know, something happened there. And then I went to another church. And during the pandemic, the church that I was going to right before the pandemic hit, it was really great. Maybe the first like six, seven months of the pandemic. But then it just felt like everything was shifting and it felt like things kind of became more about 
the pastor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the pastor's uh, ambitions and mm-hmm. his ministry as opposed to the church itself. And it just, there was a huge disconnect for me that yeah. completely turned me yeah. off. Yeah. And so now I'm at the point where I'm trying to get back to going to church. One of my my line sisters (laughs) invited me to church uh, maybe like three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I don't know. Sometime. What organization is this? Oh, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So one of my line sisters invited me to church and it was great. Mm. It was a great experience. The worship was great. I boohoo cried the whole time. You are a crybaby. I am a crybaby and I hate that because I haven't always been one. That's okay. It's it's okay, but I don't like it. You know, it I know. I was talking about getting old the other day. Like we just become so sensitive because we like our our awareness of the world. Yeah, <laughs> what's that's, happening that's is like it. it's like something turned on, and you're like, what the? Mm-hmm. I'm really living in this crazy world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that has a lot to do with it for me. The older I get, I'm like, well, my eyes have been open. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's kind of like a more of a trust thing for me. So yeah, the I'm with you on it has to be the right environment, the right things have to be said. You're not going to uh, trigger me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's like, come on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. I'm with you. Well. Ooh, child. We, we did a whole <laughs> we, lot. We, <laughs> that was a whole episode. <laughs> right. Because I was here thinking, like, we don't need to do anything else in this episode. We might just want to. We might just should close it out here yeah, i mean i think, I think so. that's a good first episode i think so too um i'm really 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 looking forward to see what comes out of this season especially where we are where we, both of us are mm-hmm. in our lives and in our perspectives um you know when we met up what a couple months ago to talk about this season and we had some ideas and we were like you know yeah. this could change here this could change there but i'm looking forward to seeing like compared to the previous seasons, the kind of conversations that we're going to sure. have yeah, um, and the ways in which people might engage, but also the ways in which the other things we have going on will impact what we the conversations mm-hmm. that we're having here. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I was pushing really, really hard for us to come back much sooner than we, <laughs> than we are, but I think this feels like the right time. It does. I think this feels like the right it time. It does. So, well, I think that's all for this episode. I think we we did. You did what needed to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts? Any last words? Thanks for coming back and listening to us. It's been, I mean, it felt like we didn't mean to abuse y'all and, and keep y'all away from us for so long. We've been teasing you know, them right, for yeah. so long. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a tease. We've been teasing them for so long. So thank y'all for rocking with us and supporting us and listening. Um, yeah, those those are my final thoughts. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't have any other final thoughts other than sit tight. Mm, get, strap in. Get strap in. Or strap get, on. Get comfortable. Plant your feet firmly on the ground. Um, because I'm, uh, I think this is going to be... Things are happening, and I'm looking forward to this journey that we take in this next season. Um, so, I think that's it. That's it. I think that's it. Bye. Cue outro music here. I'm
Stay young and safe. Stay yourself. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. B49 The Podcast was created by Mashawn D. Simon and Ashley J. Washington. Our theme music is produced by Samir Duncan. You can follow us on IG and Facebook at B49 Podcast. You can also find us online at B49Podcast.com, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, don't forget to tell your friends, family, and loved ones about us.